As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You guys, we are so excited. I'm not even going to try to act cool and hide it like I'm so casual and blase. I'm so excited that literally our favorite person on the interwebs and beyond, Mr. Kate, is here on Overshare. So what comes to mind when you're like, oh, I either shouldn't have watched that or it was like that was traumatizing and now you like get flashbacks from it still. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Overshare, the podcast. I'm Lily here with Jocelyn, and Hello. we're going to be also having Mr. Kate on later as our guest. And I'm so excited just because I miss her, and I feel like this is a nice excuse to get to hang out with our friend and pretend that it's just work-related. I'm honestly going to be real. This is the most excited for an episode that I've been because she is like the biggest ray of sunshine on the planet. But before we get to that, what are you over, Lil? Oh, God. First segment. So, over it. What she said. Um, what am I over? Well, I probably have said that I'm over this before, but it's a perpetual overness that I have. My hormonal acne. Oh, gosh. Yes. <laughs> Guys, if you're unfamiliar, um, I started this journey with just hormonal acne. So, it's only on my like jaw and around my mouth. Nowhere else. The rest of my skin's best it's ever been. But it started, uh, you know, at the young age of 29. So 28, weird. 28, That's maybe. so weird. I specifically actually remember, like, the exact time that it got to a point that I was like, this is something I've never dealt with before. What's going on? And it was when you and me um, had left our Airbnb we had been at for the Clever London shoot. Oh, yes. Which was just, uh, that's that was the worst story. It's, <laughs> that's like literally an episode we should do. That it, No one's fault. It was just a bad Airbnb advertisement. Disgusting. But, um, it was real dirty. And we finally made it to the promised land and got to this hotel. And do you remember it that... Well, also, this was like a real, it wasn't even a hotel. It was like a, like a members only club kind of situation where it's like mostly like rich business people that would like be in town and stay over. And it, it was, what did they call it? It was. It's like a members only club. Do they it call was called, them 
bedrooms or what didn't they call them yes like- they referred to the hotel room as a bedroom which is similar to or soho chambers. house soho house has the same thing at some of their club locations or whatever they're called um where you stay in bedrooms and that's what they call them but they're just and, like hotel rooms yeah and not like a creepy it's not like it it doesn't feel like a bed and breakfast or anything. It's very much still a real hotel room and a very nice one at that uh, with very, very nice bathrooms, which was a great change from the Airbnb we had been in. And I remember um, that one had, Jocelyn, I know, is a big fan of sitting on the floor in the shower. I am a big fan of baths, (laughs) but this one didn't have a bath, but it did have the shower that like, it was like, I want to say it was like an infinity shower. (laughs) Do you remember that it was like slanted almost? Like it had- I don't remember the shower, which is weird because I feel like I typically do have these sorts of unnecessary memories. It was top notch. I think I just remember because I was kind of sick at this time too. I just remember I'd been laying down on the floor, like just letting the water hit me for a while. And then finally I get up and I look in the mirror and I look up close in there. Like they have like five mirrors that are all like different magnifications. So you can like have them at you from all angles. And I look in the mirror and I have, it was like little tiny whiteheads, but they were so small, but they did look like I could pop them. So you I did. tried to pop them <laughs> and some of them did, some of them didn't. And then it just turned into like a bunch of like red bumps that were irritated from me trying to pop them. And then it just escalated from there. And it was like, so at the beginning, I guess it wasn't even like cystic ones. Now it's only really cystic ones and they just pop up out of nowhere and they hurt so bad. And the only way to make them stop hurting is to pick them, but you're not supposed to pick because So then I just recently, which this is, I'm combining this with a share well as, <laughs> as well, but um, I have basically have like open wounds on my face that'll last like a month or two, specifically this past one has been over a month and it's like two spots in particular i started using those little sticker uh oh my gosh zit stickers zit stickers they're amazing what? i mean i don't not that brand specifically but, but whatever any of the hydro colloid i don't know is that it's, what it's called the there's ingredient? a specific kind yeah and it's not like one that has like the acne medication it's the kind that like draws out the oil and um dirt so oh, interesting uh, TMI, but the stuff that has been coming out of my face. Oh my gosh, take pictures. I love that kind mm, of stuff. It's, no, it's real gross. And I, but it is so validating because the amount, like there'll be open wounds, but only because I will keep picking them because stuff, like they keep popping and stuff keeps coming out. I'm convinced what happened was like, I had, this is way TMI. I guess this is called overshare, but. <laughs> oh my gosh, tell me more. I love this kind of zit stuff. Oh my God. I'm convinced that like, it was like, zits that maybe I popped and got some of it out, but not all of it. And then it just like closed up and then more skin grew on top of it. And I think that mixed with like little tiny ingrown hairs. I literally have been putting, I've been replacing the stickers multiple times a day. I probably spent like $300. Not that's a lie because these are pretty cheap. They're $6 a piece, but I buy like four packs at a time and they have 30 things in them. I use all of them because I'll put them on any place as long as the skin is kind of broken. So there's somewhere for it to like suck it out. Mm -hmm. It isn't as spots that you think are totally fine. I'll take it off in the morning and it's like, 
But what, like, what does it look like? Like, are you finding like a, a tooth or like a twin or like a skeleton of like your there former like, self? Sometime, like, no, it's like, uh, I, I, I want to say like pus almost. Oh my God. But like sometimes like, like little, like, I want to say like, like specks of dirt or like a little tiny hair, like something that's like, <gasps> Ooh. cause I also will like kind of pull them off like fast almost like I'm like waxing it off. But basically, I like my face a week ago was a disaster. And then I've been using these like multiple times a day and it just keeps pulling stuff out. And I'm like, well, that's why I keep picking it because there is stuff in there. But this is just getting it out in a clean, closed environment. Wow. Oh, my gosh. I just discovered Zit Stickers, which is another brand, I guess, like last week. Yeah, go find them. I want to see what they look like. Bring me one that's used because I'm that gross. But honestly, this reminds me of Pimple Popper, which I, I'm obsessed with her Instagram. And I Wait, just so can't get enough. there's two kinds. Okay, there's two kinds. There's this. They're, they do the same thing. Where do you um, buy these, by the way? CVS. Okay. And I, they're both like four or five. It's like four to six dollars a okay. package. And okay. They, one has 30, one has 36. These ones are um, in the shape of, guys, if you're watching the video, I'm showing a picture of this. They're just called hydrocolloid, colloid, colloid, colloid. Yeah. Um, pimple patches. Spa life is the brand. These ones come in uh, hearts and stars that are pink. I didn't realize that when I first bought it because most of them are clear, so you could like maybe kind of go somewhere if I, they're pretty noticeable, regardless. But um, which no, at first I was kind of like, that's stupid. Why would you want that? Because then I just have like pink stickers all over my face. But I have to say the shapes of these actually do end up helping, like, cover certain parts. Okay. But if you want just plain circle ones, this one is called Peach Slices is the brand. Um, Acne Spot Dots. And they come in three different sizes. So there's, like, a big one, a medium one, and a small one because that's what three sizes are. <laughs> but but uh, and those what? are clear ones. What's funny is that I was posting about, like, I had a huge zit, which was definitely hormonal right here. Like, you can still kind of see it. Did not touch it at all whatsoever. And it was, like, going down, but it was, like, the darkest brown. I didn't pick it. I didn't do anything. So Zit Sticka, that brand, they sent me something that's called, like, Fade Away or something, which once a zit is gone, it changes the color. It fades the color, which oh, is like I should try a that. whole other issue to deal with. Honestly, well, that's because now that's especially from where I picked it. That's that's my over it is basically how long it's taking to get all this stuff out. But I also am like feeling very optimistic because I think more stuff has come out of my face than like I feel like it's stuff that has been causing them to keep coming back. So hopefully I can. Interesting. Keep me posted. I'm very curious about these stickers. Um, my over it is sort of beauty related too, which is so funny because we, we got our start together hosting a beauty show. Um, so hair removal, um, and my friend Sierra Schultz, who's been on the show, the YouTube version has been talking about this a lot lately. Can Have I you seen this? Tell you? No, but in the process of this entire like ordeal, which uh -huh. honestly guys, I'm not even kidding. This is like, I would say 85% of the reason I have not posted in so long. It's cause like, not only is it embarrassing and you can't cover it up, but it, it hurts. And it's like, just, uh, it's the worst. But I literally did even at one point because some of it felt like it was ingrown yeah. hairs almost. I took our um, Joy Razor, Glee, yeah. no, the the wax face strips and I did it, but like on skin that was already <gasps> ah! broken. But 
because I felt like it, there was stuff in there and it did help. I think it made it worse before it got better, but I had to do it. And it was so fucking painful, but. Ouch. Oh my gosh. Um, Beauty's okay. Pain. Sorry if I interrupted. Well, no, that's okay. So Sierra has been posting a lot of stuff lately. That's really gotten me thinking about like gender norms that I don't agree with and hair removal. So like people will be like, oh, girls are so like, and not me. I mean, if you want to grow body hair everywhere, go for it. Like do you. But it's weird how there's like a stigma for women who want to like grow out their armpit hair or their leg hair. And like, we never look at a man and we're like, oh, that's weird. Or that seems dirty or gross or whatever. Right? No, Doesn't it, that bug you? No, it is so funny you say that because I genuinely saw a picture of someone this morning that was a guy and it was them in a bathing suit from behind and they had a lot of back hair. Uh-huh. And I thought to myself, Ugh, like, <laughs> but it's just like, I see, for me, it has nothing to do. Like, I guess I... I, yes, gender norms. I'm used to guys having hairy legs and armpits, I guess, and not girls. But in general, hair, I don't like hair. Like, right. So I, I think feel like, it's like I'm not ever getting rid of my hair for the gender norms. I'm getting rid of it because, like, I don't want it. And I think that's what it all comes down to, right? Like, why are you removing your body hair? That is what I feel like is the ask question. Ask yourself that question. You really should, because I think if a lot of women ask themselves that question, they will say, because my my partner doesn't like me with leg hair, my partner thinks it's gross, or like people won't think I'm pretty, or people won't think I'm hot. Now, for me personally, I'll tell you the reason I removed my body hair mm-hmm. is because I feel so sweaty with more body hair. I it makes me feel hot. And I just sweaty. feel like dirtier. Like I feel I just clean. feel sweaty. Yeah, I I don't know. I feel like think I don't yeah. But I have a question though. Would yes. you like if it was, like, if your reason was for your significant other because uh-huh. they preferred it, like, would you not do it? Like, if that was the only reason, is that not enough? I think it would depend it depends on, like, on the relationship, I guess. But, like, if that was something that, like, if, like, I didn't really care either way, but, like, they preferred it. Like, if I, for example, preferred that um, my future boyfriend didn't have, like, a super hairy back and there was, like, a quick way we could take care of that, would he do that for me? Well, here's, here's, let's flip-flop it. Let's do this. What if Chris came to me <laughs> and told so, you not to shave your legs? And was like, I don't want you to shave at all. I just want you all covered. And by the way, I'm very hairy. I have a mustache. My hair is this dark. So it's not like your hair, which is like baby blonde, peach. Mm. No, no, no. My body hair is black. Okay. So if he came to me and was like, I would really like it if you would just like fully let everything just like straight up grow, like the way you were but, created. But I did preface the last one with saying, if you didn't care either way. Oh, if I didn't care either way, I'd be like, yeah, sure. We could it's try a, it out. Like it's hair. It's because like the having hair is not comfortable for us. So it's like, that's sacrificing something. If you like, if it's like, oh God, I have to spend 10 more minutes doing it. But like yes. how it feels, you don't really care. I feel like, you know, if it's going to make him happy, why not? Yes. But like, no, if it's like something you don't want to do and it's like uncomfortable, no. No, I think obviously- It better be to- a huge benefit and then you better be getting something in return. <laughs> I don't know. It just really got me thinking about it and like how, I guess I always have kind of thought about it because you and I specifically have talked a lot about body hair removal over the narrative of our time working together. Well, cause, yeah, because we've also had it done a lot. I uh, Another question before Kate joins us. <laughs> Do you um pop uh, Chris's zits? Um, you know what's funny is he 
does not really get. Of course oh, he doesn't. No, Fuck I mean, actually, him. it's not even funny. Did I tell you that we did like genetic testing? Um, like you do that, like for your preconception appointment when you want to have a baby. And they tested us to see like what sort of genetic defects we have. And like everybody just figure out how to let him be pregnant. So he can... <laughs> and like they, um, you know, everybody has something in their DNA, mostly. Except Chris Reese, who is genetically perfect. Um, but he does let me pop them when he does have them. because Like he, a good back one, maybe. He doesn't ever really get them on his back. But, like, he has a little one here right now. But he's like, we, we can't touch it. We can't touch it. It'll, it'll get messed up. It'll- well, especially if it's, like, one. Once in a while, like, then it's yeah. like you wouldn't go in. I always think about that because I feel like I see girlfriends like Megan I know always does mods. Megan will do mine, too, if I ever She loves that. She, she loves that. I, it would be such an issue for me because I go so deep on mine. Like literally I'll walk out of the bathroom and it'll, <laughs> if I'm like holding the tissue that I was dabbing away, the blood literally looks like a massacre happened. Oh my but gosh. I, so I feel like I would go into someone else's and like. Ruin that. <laughs> we'd like they, leave the room and they'd be like, what's going on? And I'm like. <laughs> You're like, so the thing is we like need to go to the, the ER because you need stitches now. <laughs> Literally. Like, well, I got a little tweezer happy. And, uh... Oh my gosh. Well, we could talk about um, hair removal, zits, ingrown hairs for days and days. Um, I guess the moral of that story is if you're listening, just do whatever you want to for yourself. But Mr. Kate is joining us and like, I'm too excited to hang out with her. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You guys, we are so excited. I'm not even going to try to act cool and hide it like I'm so casual and blase. I'm so excited that literally our favorite person on the interwebs and beyond, Mr. Kate, is here on Overshare. Yeah! Dare I say this is my first public appearance since giving the birth? Oh, no. <gasps> sorry. Never mind. That's, um, that's the second one. I, I blacked out that I was also at the streamies. <laughs> um, also, you were like on graduation with Michelle Obama. So. Oh yeah, that. But that was like social distancing. I was in my living room. But yeah, me and I appreciate are- the fact that you even thought though that that might be the case. <laughs> but yeah, you're a mom now. I feel like we haven't gotten to hang out since you're a mom. I still have I a know. present that I bought you. How old is Moon now? Oh, he just turned. 13 months. He's 13. Well, you know, better late than never. I have present for you still. I mean, you, I can't even believe you got me something. You don't even have to. That's very sweet. Thanks. (laughs) But we have to talk about Moon's sense of style because I'm not kidding you. I want all his old clothes. 
sense of style or his beautiful cherub face. Oh I don't gosh. know if I've ever seen a more beautiful child in my entire life. Oh, thank you. I know I'm, I'm, it's so hilarious how when you're not a parent and you like see people talk about how cute their kid is and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yes, now <laughs> that's I am not the case with him. Like, though. <laughs> like he is that cute. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, he's he's pretty he's pretty cute. Literally, like two minutes before I got on here with you guys, we had like a poop explosion. <gasps> Ooh, so, fun! Yeah. So even even I can vouch for even his poops are cute. <laughs> it was well, it was very it was like a whole thing. But yeah, he seems like here, right? he seems very like <laughs> calm and just kind of like taking everything in all the time. He's very inquisitive, like. It's just kind of well, yeah. Like, he's he's a Gemini like like I am, and so I feel like <gasps> we're like kind of two faced. Like we have like our like extrovert side, and then we have like our super introvert side. <laughs> Not a bad two faced though. <laughs> no, no, like a like a it's like a twin thing, right? Gemini is the twin. I don't know. So yeah, we're now now when we hang out, me and him, it's four. We're four people. So like, oh my gosh, it's so fun! What a party! <laughs> I mean, now with social distancing, he's the only person I'm hanging out with besides Joey. Well, speaking of being children, um, shall we get into today's topic? Absolutely. So, Kate, um, me and um, Joss have discussed our uh, childhood movies that traumatized us. I believe Uh, Jocelyn's was my girl for obvious reasons. Oh, yeah. Um, And mine was The Little Princess. (laughs) I've never seen it. Oh, it's, it's, it's a good movie and that's the thing about like my traumatizing stuff is stuff that I enjoyed but now I look back and I'm like why that wasn't okay why was I watching that when I was five um so what comes to mind when you're like oh I either shouldn't have watched that or it was like that was traumatizing and now you like get flashbacks from it still well you know I'm weird as, as we all know and I wasn't allowed to watch TV oh, until <laughs> um <laughs> Till last so year. Was, uh, yeah, until last year. Um, until like like junior high, high school. Wait, wait, wait. Didn't well, your dad own <laughs> no, he didn't own? No, my he was, dad like, was very he high up. worked at, at HBO. Yeah. He he like be I mean that was when I was in high school, but yeah, he became the CEO of HBO. Oh my god. Um, you couldn't watch TV? And I wasn't allowed to watch TV. And, and, and it's so funny because kids at school like knew that he worked at HBO and would be like, oh, can you get me like free cable, blah, blah, blah. Which, of course, that was never You're like, possible. what's cable? <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, I don't even, yeah, I don't even, I don't even watch it. But no, it, it was because I went to a Waldorf school where they like discourage kids from watching anything. Um, I was allowed one VHS, of course, because I'm old. VHS tape a, a week on Saturday. Very exciting. Could go to Blockbuster, pick it out, you know. So, so, so anyway, nostalgic. that's backstory. But I, in, I think it was junior high, I was allowed to watch Dawson's Creek because oh. I had friends at school that were also watching it. Because like there was there were different grades of of parental concern over the tv thing so some friends had super lax parents so oh well that's for sure i had friends that like couldn't watch mtv but they'd like go to your house so they could see (laughs) yeah yeah exactly so i was allowed to watch dawson's creek and i feel like it 
maybe wasn't the best thing for me as sort of an introduction to <laughs> media uh, at the same time as being hormonal. And I, I would say the reason it traumatized me is because I started wearing baby tees. Oh, you guys remember yes, when you would buy like, like actual babies? That was t-shirt. very, very against our dress codes, though. No midriffs. Oh, no. Well, while they're still, you could wear whatever you wanted. Like, they wanted the kids to express themselves. I mean, no TV. Kind of like, like, yeah. No TV, but midriffs are fun. But nipples, both nipples, little areola, you know. Totally okay. Um, but, yeah, I was allowed to wear baby teeth. And I remember I bought the smallest size I could buy. And it was so tight in the armpit. Oh my gosh, chafing. <laughs> so much chafing. Because it's meant for baby arms. But you also are so small. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not a baby. <laughs> oh my gosh, Kate, maybe this is where my obsession with Moon's clothes steps from. The 90s. The 90s, baby <laughs> Do you guys remember those ones that you would buy that were all scrunched that would stretch out? Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. Those were just like never flattering on anything. No, no. Limited they, to. They also sell them at oh, CVS. And like, honestly, anything that sold at CVS. Actually, I just bought a hat there. Never mind. I was going to say it's a bad idea, but it's not. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, continue. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like that was, it was like, it was such like a weird thing because I became so obsessed. It was like the only thing I was allowed to watch. So I just became so obsessed with it. And like, it was such like a moody show, you know? And like, it was at that time where like, you're just hormonal, and and I, the only TV that we had was <laughs> that was this like tiny little one in like my mom's sewing room. So I would go into my mom's sewing room on like what was it like Thursday nights or something and watch. Um, important important question though because. I mean, I watched this show too. I was so pissed off that I didn't live like on a riverbank. I was so mad. I was like, I can't get in my rowboat and go over to my hypothetical boyfriend's house. But were you team Dawson or team Pacey? I was team Pacey, if I remember correctly. I Because he was like the funny one. I feel like I always went for like the humor, funny. the funny guys. I don't think I wasn't. I was, like, a little too young for it, but my sister watched it, so I definitely, like, would tune in occasionally, and I feel like I was team Pacey just because he wasn't as annoying, and now I feel like (laughs) I just think of it, and it's, like, that gif of Dawson, like, doing the crying when he, like, (laughs) but um, I don't remember finding either of them attractive, though. Oh my gosh, they were such babes. Like, if, if we're going for, like, 90s heartthrobs, I was much more, like, JTT than I was oh, Dawson well. or Pacey. Oh, well, yeah, JTT. You know who 90s heartthrob that I will never live down? Keanu Reeves. I totally had him on my wall. He, oh I'm my like, I can see it back in the day. I've never, not, not ever been my type, but I'll give it to you. But wait, which, oh which, which Keanu? Like, what did you like him in? I don't remember the exactly. <laughs> Those tiny sunglasses for so long. Yeah, I'm like, wait, what? There was some some romantic comedy it had to have been. It wasn't like Seed or anything like that. It had to have been some romantic comedy. I don't remember. And, and Chris O'Donnell too, Mad Love. Oh my God. Yes. I don't even Drew Barrymore was so cute in that movie. I loved Freddie Prince Jr. Oh yes, of course. Uh, Can't yeah. hardly wait. But wait, oh my gosh, Kate. Did you ever, like, audition for Dawson's Creek? 
like a, no, like a guest star I role? To, no, I wasn't. I, I got like the acting bug, as they say, in high school. But again, my parents. <laughs> when, you, being... when you found out TV existed. <laughs> it was more for the musicals that I got to do in high school. But no, my parents were like, there's no way you're going to. Because my mom was an actress when she was younger. So she had this whole. Well, she was she was an actress when she was in college and did like commercials and stuff and had such a bad experience watching all the moms stage moms bring like their kids to the auditions or like when she would book something and be the young mom and have to be around these kids that were just like miserable they were either miserable or they were like creepily little like way adults. too into it <laughs> yeah like just, or just too grown up and so yeah. they were like no you're you can't do it until you're <laughs> in college basically so. But honestly, it wasn't college. And Dawson's Creek was way over by then. Oh, that's so sad. But I mean, honestly, I still literally, I'll never forget. Chris and I were like, let's rewatch Entourage. This is literally like last year. And we're oh, yeah, watching and I was like, me. I was like, is that Kate on Entourage? <laughs> and I totally forgot. You're like a character on that show the entire time. You're like the most famous person I know. <laughs> you are you're in a power couple it's crazy oh my god well yeah wait because I, I, I we talk about this all the time too but also this was off camera i think before we started recording that um i was commenting lean to your to the side so people could see oh. the. i was like <laughs> what are those b trophies that are there and she said that those are uh what are they from the Boston Music Awards from Joey's uh, music days when he was in the band The Click Five. Which you guys, if you haven't heard Just the Girl, literally that song comes on my shuffle all the time, and I leave it on, sing along, and then I only realize halfway through that I know him. <laughs> yeah, the drummer. Yeah, yeah. No, I know it's so weird. I think about the moment that I saw Joey for the first time, and it was in a music video, in one of his music videos, and he was crawling alongside a laundry cart <laughs> crawling what yeah it was like in the video they were like hiding from like the fans but it's like and it was like a beatles s video because they sort of have like the beatles thing going they have they, like, they, they, their hair and... the bowl cuts they wear like suits all yeah. matching suits and so yeah it was like they were like in a hotel like hiding from like the crazy girl fans that were like running through the hallways looking for them and he was like creeping alongside a laundry cart and I remember being like oh my gosh he's really cute and then later on I posted this movie that his band was in and they were like the heartthrobs in the movie and blah blah wasn't it it like their movie it was like I mean they played the band in the movie but they weren't playing themselves and also because (laughs) they had the lead singer and they wanted Joey to be the other like love interest because it was two girls Daniela Monet Daniela Monet oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah 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 it was, was one of the leads <laughs> um they they made Joey be the bass player in the movie even though he's technically the drummer in the click five so you know he had inside character yeah. so much acting. oh my god that's how oh I I because I always I like know that that's how you guys met but I definitely have never seen the movie and I feel like I might need to go <laughs> dig that out is it on Netflix oh yeah I, uh, you know, I don't know. It, it might how, be. How yeah. big is your part in it? Well, She's I'm the, the villain. No, I'm the villain. You know? <laughs> yeah. So I'm the, wait. I'm so the bitchy popular girl. That do you have their any kind of romance with Joey, or you just happen to meet on set? 
No, yeah, we we just met on set. Oh, and and he he tells me the story when he was watching because I had to get my hair caught on fire in the school auditorium <laughs> in the movie. I was giving like so a, you're I was a like stunt the, person too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I actually had to. No, I didn't have a stunt person in this one. I had a stunt head though. It was like a fake head <laughs> that they actually lit on fire, and then they put me out with a. In, in the movie, I'm put out with like a fire extinguisher, but it was filled with cream, like like whipped cream, and I literally smelled like rotten, spoiled milk for like two days. And then I had we were at the school. We shot the movie in Salt Lake City, Utah. So random. We were at this real school in the auditorium, and Joey was in the audience that day. Just in like he wasn't, he was just there like watching. And he's like, I remember thinking you were such a good actress. <laughs> when meanwhile, I was just standing there getting my hair, like pretending to get my hair. I mean, it, it shows that true love prevails if you smelled like, <laughs> if you smelled like spoiled milk and things still worked out. Yeah, and now I just smell like spit up. So, you know, <laughs> now you smell like breast milk. It's fine. Circle. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, what about milk squirting out of my boobs? So. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lil, what about you? What, because I feel like, Kate and I are like more same age, but your shows like we have a generational know? difference. Yes. Yeah. Um, what, what's yours? Yeah. So I I feel like you'll at least know what it is. I you definitely didn't watch it, Joss, and I feel like judging from Kate's TV <laughs> history, <laughs> yeah. probably not either. But um, first TV show I ever watched on Nickelodeon. I won't say ever, but it's the first memory I have of watching a TV show, and I can even like vividly remember where I was watching it. Are you afraid of the dark? Oh, too scary. Uh, too scary. And <laughs> from literally, I my dad let me watch Psycho when I was five. So I'm, yeah. Opposite of Kate. So basically. I'm like, so that's why now I just like literally am like, oh, what do you want to watch? It's not about a murder. <laughs> Maybe not. But uh, no, I literally was probably four though when I saw uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark for the first, let me Google, when did that come out? It was definitely in the 90s, I think. So you must have been really little. You were born in 1990. Wait, that so was that like based off it, of... It aired Carl from 1990 Stein, to 96. Right? No, no, no. That's Goosebumps. Oh, Goosebumps is what I'm thinking that's of. Which I, I watched yeah. that too. But so basically, long story short, it, I would say at the time, I didn't think it was traumatizing me. Like it was one of my favorite things ever. I recently was on Apple TV. I don't even know what it's called now. It's like Apple TV plus Apple TV, whatever. I don't know. Scrolled over to it, opened it. And they have like other channels in there that you could subscribe to. So they have like HBO and stars and stuff. But then there's also like Nick originals or it's the equivalent of like what they have on Disney plus. They have all their oldies and stuff. It's a select few of things, so it's not everything, but all like a lot of the '90s Nickelodeon shows. So, did you, Kate? Probably not. And Joss, I feel like you. Well, no, my taste, sister but. is your age, and by the time she was around, my parents were way more lax. So she was watching like Power or not? No, there was uh, like Rugrats and, yeah, and stuff for sure. But there was like this whole era of like live action what it was like uh salute your shorts yes. or like pete and pete and they're all kind of like weird i feel like they'd be strange to watch those are probably traumatizing to be honest but um i 
go on this old Nickelodeon channel and I do like the free week trial, which I honestly did months ago and probably have not unsubscribed. <laughs> yeah, from right. Yet. So you're paying. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> but I scroll over and watch a few episodes of Are You Afraid of the Dark that they had on there. And genuinely watching just like the intro, which it's like at the time I remember it being so creepy and scary. Now it's literally like a swing, like moves in, with the wind and like a door shuts, like nothing actually happens. But the music is so creepy. It gave me chills just watching the intro. Then I kept watching like a few different episodes that sounded kind of familiar. I Obviously, they're not actually scary. And the acting is so, so, so bad. And, <laughs> and just everything about it is so bad. But there was this one where it's uh, the plot is like a little girl gets locked in a dollhouse that oh she's oh. like some like the neighbor girl has gone missing and so they're like in the neighbor's house and she goes up to the attic finds this dollhouse opens some door ends up in the dollhouse can't get out turns into a doll <gasps> okay that's okay. scary kind of terrifying so it's a scary concept if i saw it for the first time now i'd be like wow this is the dumbest shit i've ever seen in my entire life <laughs> re-watching it brought back it literally unlocked these memories that i'm like it made me physically uncomfortable because it brought back such like oh my god like i I really don't like it it is a little creepy looking the makeup's not great but oh my god i i feel like there's so many tv shows and stuff that i've kind of forgot about and even specific episodes that i watch now and it brings back just all of the feelings that i felt when i first saw it yeah but did you like were you able to sleep as a child <laughs> funny you what? say that because we were just talking about the earthquakes because i slept through the one last night and oh, um, that was a big one yeah uh, i slept through the northridge one as well <gasps> isn't that surprising oh, wow. that's really surprising so yeah. it doesn't seem like sleep was an issue <laughs> wow yeah no i would be so traumatized by that i remember i saw harry and the hendersons and wait is not... that about a bigfoot is that a big yes. animal yes I'm still scared of that. I don't but even it's remember like a, it's them. Like a comedy with John Lithgow or whatever. <laughs> Did you ever watch um, the? Is it Ernest? Ernest goes to oh. camp. Yes, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was another one. It was that I want to rewatch one of those. Were those like weird and creepy? Um, well, I feel was, like my dad had some questionable choices of what he was. Yeah, us he watch. was very inappropriate because wasn't he the one who like tried to imitate like a a dwarf? like a I don't know. little person probably but he would be like on his he would like w- walk around on his knees with like the feet on his or the shoes on his knees he made like I, I don't know like I, I get there I get a confused. lot of movies though I feel like he had like a, specifically I remember Halloween one like creepier ones but, but I feel like they you, were probably creepy for other reasons don't you guys get confused between him and the peewee franchise I don't that, they're that's all what I thought <laughs> Kate that's what I thought you were gonna say it's like isn't he the one that was jacking off in the movie <laughs> oh yeah yeah well yeah, yeah. problematic as well but yeah. peewee was I, I think I remember like even as a child watching peewee and being like yeah this feels weird this feels like something I I I can't connect with even as like an eight-year-old I was like this is strange I mean it's just so like drug trippy right like it's yes. like I, I don't say, know where, pe- like, adults got the idea that kids want to watch super trippy stuff. Like, it's, there's, wait. like, a, a disconnect there. Oh, gosh. Well, I guess I could share mine. And I feel like, Lily, yeah. you probably might not even know. So, first off, before I give TV a hard time, I feel like I have to credit TV a lot with, like, what I'm doing now. Even though this did not exist when we were children. Because shows like... 
um, Nick News and like Kids Incorporated. Did you ever watch Kids Incorporated? Oh, you wouldn't no, have watched. No, it was the, I, it was oh the boring gosh. stuff that I turned off after all that was done. No, and <laughs> Kate, you didn't get to watch this because you're you weren't watching TV. Also, though, um, my parents <laughs> with only Linda let Ellerby? me. Yes, Linda LRB. Oh my gosh, it was so awesome. My parents would only let me watch um, primarily PBS. So I watched a lot of like um, Reading Rainbow and um, Mr. Rogers, Sesame Street. Like I could watch that. I was allowed to watch that. That was amazing. Go back. Does Kate Kate know about your obsession with LeVar uh, Burton? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Have I ever told you about that? That's the Reading Rainbow guy, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's my favorite celebrity. He's my favorite celebrity, and I've tried to reach out to him on multiple occasions. (laughs) One of her, you you are laughing. She is so serious. I'm serious. Is he your what? What do they call it when you have like your path? Oh, I don't want to make I don't want to make sweet love to him. I just want him to read. I just want him to read me a book. (laughs) Literally, it's like just her dream. It's just her dream to meet him. Um, even Dana one year had us all sing uh Jocelyn reading rainbow themed birthday song. Yeah, I'm very strange. <gasps> That's how strong the yeah. obsession is. But I love that. I love that about you. Oh, Joey was I, actually just trying to sing to me the Reading Rainbow like theme song, and I was like, hmm, yeah, no, doesn't. I can about. go twice as high, butterfly in the sky. Yep. Take a look. Yep, I know it. I know it. Um, <laughs> but my parents were really, my parents were really strict too. Like we didn't have cable when I was a kid, and I, also you and I are the oldest. And I feel like when mm-hmm. you're the oldest, I call it like the first pancake. Like they really don't want to mess you up. And then by the time my brother came around like 10 <laughs> years later, they were like, just stay alive. We don't really care what else you do. Like just, oh, just yeah. survive, you know? So yeah. we didn't have cable. I definitely did not have Disney Channel or any of that. So I was probably like almost in junior high. But uh, when I was in junior uh, high. raised me. <laughs> you're so, you're so blessed. No, um, probably the opposite. When I was in junior high, I discovered 90210, the original, okay? And my mom had very strict rules that I was absolutely under no circumstances allowed to watch that because it was scandalous at the time, right? Yeah. I mean, that is like Kate's discovering uh, Dawson's Creek. No, I mean, these, these teenagers were living in Beverly Hills and doing crazy things at the time. And of oh course, my I, God, they were doing such crazy things, right? It was wild. And so my mom was like, you absolutely cannot watch this show. It's like off limits. So I would just wait until she went to bed and then I would sneak into like the living room or something and just watch it, you know? And um, I still have like massive, massive, like emotional distress over one specific episode. Did you ever watch 90210, the original years? No. No, I've, I've seen like sporadic episodes. Oh like my I gosh. know all the characters, but yeah. Okay. Well, there's a very specific episode that my sister and I discuss very frequently. And it's when Dylan McKay, who was the bad boy on the show, he was always getting into trouble. He was like 17 years old and living alone at the Beverly Hills Hotel, just being like super edgy, constantly and Wait, brooding. Dylan is? Um, Luke Perry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. R.I.P. Love I, Luke I have Perry. a Luke Perry story after this. Stop. Oh my gosh, I love him. So finally, he meets this girl. Her name is Tony with an I. T-O-N-I, which I thought was the coolest name I'd ever heard. And her name, <laughs> her name was short for Antonia, which I also thought was so cool. Super so cool. he he meets this girl and his life changes. 
and he's a changed man. And he decides at age 20. Yeah, they're going to get married at age 21. So they get engaged. And then Tony's dad finds out. And Tony sends out a hitman. Tony's dad sends out a hitman to kill Dylan McKay. But Tony's dad gets confused and accidentally kills his own daughter, a.k.a. The love of Dylan's life. Are you sure this isn't like the Young and the Restless? <laughs> Romeo <laughs> and Juliet. It was. <laughs> and I'll never forget like being so confused by my emotions. I was like 14 or something. And I was sitting in the living room just hysterically crying, being like, Dylan doesn't deserve this. Like Dylan was a changed guy. I'm still not over it. My sister and I talk about Antonia Marchette. She even had a last name on the show. And Dylan, and it was played by Rebecca Gayhart, which is one of the best curly-haired oh. people on the planet. Yes. And you guys, I'm sweating. My pits are sweating right now. It truly, <laughs> it like, it introduced me to the reality of life, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have two questions. One, um, just selfishly, I want to know, did either of you watch Popular? Oh, no. no, but I've heard it's really she good. found out recently as a Ryan Murphy show, and I'm like, that makes a lot of sense. It was much more <laughs> tame than the stuff now, but, like, it was inappropriate, and somehow I was allowed to watch it because my <laughs> sister and her friends did. But it got canceled, and the last episode ends with a fucking car accident and sirens, and, like, you never know what happens. That it sucks. just ends. That's sucks. It no. just over. So I no. just wanted to have someone no. share that, but no. That sucks. Um, next one, I, when you say that, I think, and neither of you would have watched this either. Degrassi. Uh, I mean, Jocelyn, at least you're familiar because you interviewed yeah. like every single person that's on more than new season. But back when Drake was on, <laughs> guys, <laughs> the, there's several alarming things that it was, I was watching it like very young. Like it was before I was even like, a t- I would say I was like 11 or 12. Um, there's episodes about this and me and my friend had asked me and my uh or my sister and my mom at one point what something was and they were like what are you watching (laughs) um there's an entire episode on penis pumps what (laughs) literally they're in like middle school and i'm like is that like i look at it now and i'm like this is a canadian show right yes but it was being syndicated on an american so it had like aired the season before and now it was finally in america but it was like Um, on nickelodeon or something right it was on noggin i feel like penis pumps are a little too it was was called it was called noggin which later turned into the n which i don't think was associated with nickelodeon but the n was like the edgier one it's like how, oh, wow. uh, like, ABC Family turned into Freeform. Um, there was a penis pump episode. There's an entire episode about a guy getting his bone, oh, like, boners for the first time. And he's having to hide them through school. And that was what me and my friend went and asked my sister and my mom about because we didn't know what it was. Like, oh, the whole episode's about it. And we're like, what's a boner? And they literally start oh, laughing oh, at us. Wouldn't tell us. And they're like, what are you watching? And then my mom, like, didn't even tell us to stop watching. She just didn't tell us. She's like, maybe you didn't tell you what it was? So how did you find out? I don't know, because at the time it wasn't like, oh, Google. Like, I think we yeah. asked someone else and they told us. Or maybe my sister came up and then, like, actually told us later. Oh, my gosh. But, uh, so there's that side of the spectrum. But then, uh, similar to yours, randomly, which, spoiler alert, if anyone's about to go binge Degrassi for the first time, what if the main characters, out of nowhere, and I think I'd, like, stopped watching for a season, I come back. I turned on this episode and they're all at a house party and one of the guys leaves that has literally been in every, it's like season six. He's been in every episode. 
stabbed, dies. dies. <gasps> stabbed? Literally, <laughs> so he gets shanked impressive. from behind by a random, like, at a party because the guy, like, didn't like it. But you like know it. that he had a movie deal. Like, yes, that's exactly. What it, exactly. Literally, I, if you tweet something like JT on Degrassi, people are still not over it. It was the most, like, uh, like out of nowhere, just horrible thing ever. And then, like, Drake got shot. He got put in a wheelchair. It was a very dramatic show. And I don't feel like it felt as traumatizing at the time. But looking back, I'm like, seems a little much. I mean, yeah, I was I learning mean, about they, penis pumps at age 11. So they package all these traumatizing things in like a half hour show, which ends up with commercials only being 22 minutes. And you're just sitting there like, you're totally shell shocked, man. Lisa and I always say we're like, oh my god. Same with One Tree Hill. There was always like so many like there's kidnappings and stalkers and shootings and all this stuff. And it's like, wouldn't you move? Exactly. <laughs> it's like Grey's Anatomy. Stop working there. Yeah, Stop working oh my at god. the hospital. Literally, it's like there's clearly a curse at hand here. <laughs> okay, wait though, Kate. What is? I feel like you must have an amazing Luke Perry story. Okay, so yeah, I mean it's it's very odd talking about it obviously now that he has passed so r.i.p but um i this is it's so weird i'm talking about so many acting stories with you guys but i guess this is like we're talking about tv and movies but i had a uh part on one episode of will and grace and i was playing i was playing a waitress who actually had just found out she was pregnant and she was just like over it and that was like basically my line was to will like i just found out i'm pregnant and i have a lot of phone calls to make Um, And I just had to deliver it deadpan. Anyways, Luke Perry was also in the episode. He was playing a bird watcher. (laughs) He he was a gay bird watcher. He was was someone that that Jack was like, you know, oh my God, the elusive gay bird watcher was like the joke. Um, So anyways, we were shooting this, this, taping this episode, which when you do sitcoms, it's like, a week essentially like you go to every day to rehearsals you like rehearse 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 and then you have your taping day and so I was around Luke every day whatever and we like were chatting and a lot and he ended up asking out on a date <laughs> you oh just picking up the guys on the sets <laughs> yeah I know right so oh my god I'm like crying wait did you I go mean, on a date with Dylan I, McKay I know right like well, I had this was when I was also in college. I was a part time student, and I had a boyfriend. <laughs> my but you had also my, just learned about my, TV, my, and an actor asked you out. <laughs> I know my nineteen year old fraternity boyfriend. I was like, "Damn it! If I did not have, if I was not such a faithful lady, I would oh totally have gosh. gone out." With so I told him, I was like, "I'm so flattered. Thank you so much. You're really cool." I mean, meanwhile, he was a lot. Older, older than me yeah. as well which like could have played into my decision as well if I if I had been single I don't know if I would have gone out <laughs> had he been like much. five years younger I would have dumped the boyfriend you know <laughs> um and then I randomly ran Uh-oh. into him at Uh-oh. the airport I think it, mu- it must have been only five years ago or so now because I was with Joey um and it was at one of those like you know newsstand stores and he and I just heard Hi, Kate. And I turned around and there was Luke Barry. And I, 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 I almost feel like I had like a magazine or something. That was like, like, I didn't want him to see that I had like Hollywood gossip. Um, and then, yeah, I was like, oh, hey, how are you? Like, but he was like, he's, he's super, like, I feel like he's like a, was a very classic, like, actor in the sense that, like, 
he was just very like like soft spoken like really nice really just sweet and you know I mean obviously he played this like bad boy or whatever and you know I definitely had kind of a melancholic side to him but he was just like a really sweet guy I remember he had he would talk to me about his daughter and stuff like that too and so it was a really sad one I found out he Half. Do you know what's so, crazy is now year. that you're talking about him, I met him like a year and a half ago. I had a meeting with Luke Perry. Oh yeah. Because he loves trucks. And oh, he loves trucks. And he showed up to the meeting, and there was like five of us in the meeting. And I really don't know why I was there, but I wait, was glad. Wait, 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 wait. It was into five, wasn't it? Yes. Okay. I sorry. I got so excited because I forgot I met him. How did I forget <laughs> I meet Luke Perry? Kate's like, what the hell did you have to do with trucks? Yeah, exactly. That's what I know. <laughs> By the way, having a baby boy, which I did not buy Moot a truck, but his grandma did, and he's obsessed with trucks. So all I do is play with trucks and watch garbage <laughs> trucks all day now. But anyway, uh, okay. Yes, garbage. No, garbage trucks are amazing. So yeah. when we were working at Clever, and you know, Clever was owned by Defy, which is like the larger parent company, we would produce a lot of content like for brands and with brands. And someone at our company um, got word that Luke Perry loved trucks and we were trying to like score some deal with Toyota and he at the time was on the show Riverdale and he was also like best friends with his TV son who also loves trucks so we came up with this whole idea that Luke Perry liked where we were going to make like a docu-series about him and KJ Appa who played his son on the show them and their trucks and they're out in the wilderness and they're at Luke's ranch and like all this stuff So Luke Perry liked this like random pitch. Like I literally like, I don't know, made it up in like five seconds. And so he came to our office and it was like me and literally like the president of our company and like a few other people. And then Luke Perry showed up, no representative, totally by himself, no team, just him and his dog. Him and his dog. Wow. That was his representative. His yeah. He, he didn't bring a, ma- a manager or an agent. He was the most down to earth yeah, person super, ever. Super sweet. And yeah. so genuine. And he's just like, I love this kid that plays my son on the TV show. I feel like he's my real child. We love trucks. We love spending time together. And we came up with this whole pitch and this whole thing. And then the company shut down. So we never got to do it. But he was a very kind, genuine soul. Yeah. I yeah, agree. I was very I sad when he passed away too. Um, yeah, because I he was very young. He was a really young man, also. I know, really young, and and I don't, I can't remember how old his daughter was when when I shot the show, but I know she was like, I almost feel like she was only like ten or eleven or something when we shot that. Mm-hmm. So then now she must be just in her upper teens or something. But yeah, so sad. That she I feel like literally, Kate. Uh, this makes me feel like we could do a whole episode of this show. Just sharing all of your amazing celebrity Weird. encounters. Oh, yeah. Because didn't you play a waitress on Friends, too? No, no, no. That was Will and Grace. Oh, I no. feel like you were... Were you never on Friends? No. I, Friends was not in production when I was allowed oh. to act. Feels well, like what we if, would know about that and have, like, really yeah. talked about it at Nazi yeah. by now. Yeah, no, I, I don't have any connection. My only connection to friends would be when I was making those weird DIY phone cases where I used silicone to look like frosting on the back of them and they look like actual cupcakes. Courtney Cox saw that I was doing like this like show, you know, a craft show 
And she became obsessed with them and wanted me to make a custom one for her daughter, (laughs) which was like very (laughs) difficult to try to do with like, she was like six and her daughter was like, I want like, I want donuts and I want that. Like she wanted everything on it. I was like, you Kate, I feel like, like <laughs> I feel like you need to do an entire video of you and Joey probably has some weird ones too of just like weirdest job opportunities that you've been presented <laughs> or actually gone through with because I feel like Jocelyn could do that too because it's and I feel like they always just come up very casually and randomly like oh one time I did this and I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, wait, you're a truck expert? Literally, Jocelyn, I would like someone to go back and count how many times you said trucks in the last... I don't know. I just love a good Tacoma. You know, what can I say? I love a Tundra. Jocelyn's like been inside two trucks in her entire life. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay, well, I feel like we could go on and on about this forever, but I think it's time for our last segment. Um, Kate, will will you join us for Share Well? Oh, yeah, please. Okay, great, 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 great. So long, Sharewell. I hate us so much more now. Okay, so I guess now is the time I should explain what Sharewell is. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's basically like our farewell, but, um, you know, it's overshare, so like Sharewell. So we um, <laughs> like to share something that made you feel good, Joy. not well, but made you feel well recently. <laughs> Just share something positive. Hmm, something positive. Yeah, well, I would I would have to say my reason as in yesterday, my trip to the RV park. It looked amazing. <laughs> you, in, and you guys my redid the Airstream yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so there is, if of you guys, yeah, I mean, of course, we, well, Joey's <laughs> poor guy, I basically like, I don't know how I convinced him to get this Airstream. It was, I, I had Moon and, you know, you have a baby and you're basically just sort of like homebound slash boob bound to a child and they sleep all the time. So I started becoming obsessed with like van life videos yes. on YouTube. And I was you like, and the rest of the world. Yeah, I know. We need a van. Um, which, you know, now with COVID and everything, it has brought on like this new meaning. And so Joey was like, okay, okay. Yeah. Maybe for like when we go over to people's places and redo them, like this will be good to park it in the driveway. But then oh, yeah, upon further family. research, it's like dangerous to have a kid you know, a car seat in a van that's like retrofitted with wood and butcher block countertops. Yeah. That you get yeah. into an accident and there's flying, you know, colanders. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so he was like, well, it's safer to get something that we pull. So that sort of snowballed then into getting an airstream because they're like kind of like the cutest, like most, you know, retro vibe trailers. Anyways, yes, of course we had to redo it. There is a three part series of it's us so good it's so cute channel. i need to i've been too deep in my like jeffrey epstein wormholes <laughs> i need to get to the positive side of youtube and go watch all of your stuff thank you yeah well it's, it's been it's like i will say it's ultimately been a positive thing but if you ask, ask joey <laughs> he actually it's funny because i responded to one of his stories when you guys were on the trip and i was like oh my god this is amazing i responded to a few and i don't think he responded he's probably like yeah it better be (laughs) yeah he because you know there's a lot like stuff that you don't realize like there's like a poop pipe yes i know it doesn't seem like a convenient experience no it's definitely not convenient but boy is it so cozy and cute in there and it was like to be able to go someplace but feel like we have this little homey pod 
and it's so cute inside. And we had like, I only bought a couple toys for Moon to play with. So it was like super minimalist. We like cooked on the little tiny stove and oven every night. And, you know, it's just, it was like a really cozy, fun thing. And then to be out in nature, like, I just feel like with all this social distancing happening, like, and being inside all the time, oh like gosh. being able to go out into nature is just so key for like your mood and everything. So it was 100%. really refreshing to do that. And also Moon was eating this like piece of bread. I don't know if that was in Malibu or not, but like you posted on your story. <laughs> it was literally a French baguette, like bigger than him. And he was just like gnawing on it. And I was like, I've never related to something more. Like, I want to do the same thing. Yeah, no, that my mom has gotten into baking. So she baked like fresh baguettes, which, oh, yeah, he took the whole I want thing. Fresh baguettes. Oh my gosh. Wow. I, yeah, it's, my mom is, I mean, hey, when you don't watch TV, you got a lot of time on your hands. <laughs> I wouldn't know. <laughs> what about you, Lil? What's brought you joy? Um, there was a Twitter story, which I don't know all the details and I feel like I don't need to really go look into it, but basically, and I feel like Kate, you'll appreciate this, especially in the coming years. Uh, Cause I know I personally identified with it from my childhood. It's a story. I think Ryan Reynolds was the one that retweeted it. Um, I'm sure other celebrities did too, but he offered like, a I think $10,000 reward. Some little kid had lost. I assume it was a little kid. It actually might've been someone that had grown up and it was like their childhood bear. Basically they lose this bear that has a recording of their mom saying something and their mom had passed away and they lose the bear. And it was in, uh, I want to say Vancouver. So um, Ryan Reynolds tweets and he's like $10,000 reward to whoever finds this bear. It needs to find its home. And they found it. They did. Yes. Where That's was amazing. it? I don't know. I, I he ended it with like they've been reunited. So like thanks, Vancouver. You guys are great or something. But oh my gosh, this bear! We need to have like a whole kids movie now about this bear's adventure. He definitely that would be so. Cute. That's a great idea. Is there not some like that? I feel like there should be. All that came to mind from a talking I'm thing like, is that Chucky, and that's not for children. That's all I can terrifying. think of is the the brave little toaster, but like that's not a toy. Wasn't there idea. that like adult a- movie with a talking bear, the one like Seth MacFarlane or something? Ted. Like- oh, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Ted, that's funny. That's a funny movie. Yeah, not for children either at all. Oh my gosh. Well, I think that's a, a huge idea. Melissa, maybe cut it out so um, we <laughs> so no one steals our ideas. <laughs> um, I, uh, Joss, did you say something? Oh, yes. Okay, so you guys have two options. One is kind of clothing based, and one is more beauty. Truck based. Based? What would you? What is about trucks, okay? Do you guys want to hear about... Who wants to hear Please, about trucks? I can go back and tell Moon if it's about trucks. Well, let me tell you. You just need to do like a room <laughs> sound and it'll be Um, Yeah, so what do you guys want to hear about? A beauty product or a clothing situation? I mean, I only wear sweats. <laughs> yeah, sure. Beauty product. All, okay. all of our faces are now on Zoom. That's all everyone's seeing. That's true. So, so I'm going to keep it real with you right now. And tell you guys that I have not had a pedicure since the week before my wedding. Okay. And that was a long time ago. Not a year ago, but close. And I just kept thinking like, oh, you know, and like pedicures last for a long time. I feel like at least for me, they don't get messed up very quickly. And so I don't know. I'm just blaming COVID. That's why I haven't had a pedicure. Right. I haven't had one in far longer than that. I have no excuse. But like my toes were starting to look really trollish. Like. 
just like extra pieces of like skin, you know, just like really beautiful. So um, Dana, who's our friend, she started, oh, is that Moon? Does he yeah, want to talk about trucks? He just saw me. He saw me. He's Does like, he want to talk about trucks? Um, <laughs> here, here, talking about trucks. So, so Dana has this company where she makes foot products. Our friend Dana, who you've met before. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. And she just did this like whole thing, one of those foot peels where you peel off all the skin off your feet. <gasps> and I, I tried it. And I ha- kind of forgot that I had done it because it doesn't start peeling for like a week after. And it's very and, and so I was like just hanging out one day and I looked at my feet and I was like, what the hell is going on? All of my skin came off. It was so <gasps> satisfying. I'll actually insert a clip here because, of course, I had to record it. Um, but Oh, it's, my God. Wait, but I'm it, totally fascinated. Why does it take a week? Like, well, we've I done it before. Know. We did it before. It was, it's the baby foot thing. We did it on Beauty Break one time. That's and right. And Jocelyn forgot about it. Mine, it was like, I think like five days has gone by and I was sitting in bed and I went to like itch my leg with my foot and I was like, what's on my foot? And I looked down and it was just like skinning Skin. off. Jocelyn went I to forgot a too. water park. And I forgot. <laughs> That's right. So this is the second time that I've forgotten. The first time I forgot was right when Chris and I started dating and it was my brother-in-law's birthday. So I invited him to come with us to Raging Waters as you do for a 35-year-old's birthday party. Of course. And we were Dirty, standing, but fun. We were standing in line, and I looked down at my feet, and I was like, "What is going on?" And it was just pieces of skin coming off. So here's the thing, though. Oh my! God. Uh, I well, thought it's also not something that it's like you can like peel it off really fast. It's like you can't peel it off before it's all ready. So it's just like it's peeling for a week straight. But it brought me wow. a lot of joy because I've not had a pedicure in like nine months, and I feel like my feet look so much happier, so much less trollish. Like, just, like, more, like, of a penguin vibe. Well, now you didn't have to, like, go and discover that it was molting in public. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. So that brought me a lot of joy. What is is it called? Because I feel like I need this. Because I have, like, gross mom feet. Oh, my gosh. I'll just send you some. It's called, the brand is called Barefoot Scientist. Right, right. And it's literally, like, foot peel. I think it's at Ulta or, like, Amazon or whatever. But, um, yes. It, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Two come in one pack. You and Joey should have a romantic evening of peeling your feet together. <laughs> well, we can we can start the process and then book it for like a, seven days later to peel each other's feet. <laughs> then you guys wake up and look in your bed and there's just skin everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of so gross. I was a little worried to do it because Moon now eats like everything. Like he tries to put everything in his mouth. <laughs> so he's he's definitely yeah. oh, oh my god wow well thank you so much for coming on and just guys this was this is the most i've hung out with girlfriends i think since i let something out of my well, actually he didn't come out of my vagina i had a c-section so anyway oh my gosh well i feel so honored i feel I'm so like, honored let's do it more we don't have to film it either. <laughs> yeah i know really we i should. love that idea um okay well for for like the three people on the internet who don't know you because let's face oh. it, the Mr. Kate YouTube channel is huge. You guys are exploding. Thank you. Um, Thank where you. can people find you? Okay. This is the part I'm worst at. Um, like, YouTube.com like backslash <laughs> Mr. Kate is our YouTube channel. And I am at Mr. Kate, just M-R-K-A-T-E on Instagram, no period. Um 
and what else? Twitter's at Mr. Kate. Yeah, I was going to say, Mr. Kate. She has MrKate.com. You do blog posts of all of her stuff. And then you can buy all of her jewelry and stuff too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I haven't put out a new jewelry collection in so long. But yeah, we've got a little bit of jewelry left. We've got our beauty marks, which you guys know about. Our gold and freckles and everything. We also have like art prints and stuff. So if there's ever art that you see in our videos you guys can go buy those art prints on our website am i yeah. going crazy was your handle for a while mrkate.com yeah 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 no you're <laughs> it was because like it was so i couldn't get mr kate on twitter for the longest time so but yeah you unified but we've unified we've simplified yeah oh my gosh you. i'm actually thinking now that you mentioned the beauty marks i think the last time i saw you in person was when <laughs> i all over your mind oh my gosh and you know what those beauty marks still live on like in the seat of my car I have them (laughs) everywhere because like they just want to like leave a little love everywhere and that was so funny you're such a trooper remnants from the back of your thighs on your car I'm like hey you're you're eight months pregnant want to come over and cover my body in tattoos (laughs) no I love this after you have a child like it's like everyone told me like Oh, everything's gonna change. Like, uh, you're not gonna have like any time. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. But like, it's so right. Like, I had so much more time when I was pregnant because I just was pregnant. I know, now but I now I actually have a person. But now you have Moon, and he's just cool. Like, I think he's a really cool person. He is cool. He's cool. Yeah, he's he's a new little human. It's really cool to watch and see someone just like discovering the world for the first time and. You know, we've been practicing attachment parenting, which means he's just like with us all the time. So yeah, yeah. What, is, like, what does like that mean? Over here. Is he like? Is he waiting for he's you? Like, I'm like, I'm like, I feel like, yeah. I feel like we we've been talking to you for an hour. Moon is probably like, where is my mother? Um. Well, before you before you go, we'll leave you with this farewell that we share with everyone. Yes. Are you ready, Lily? One, two, three. Thank, Thank you, you for, for sharing. sharing. <laughs> <laughs> It works really well over the internet. And when Jocelyn does these creepy, weird eyes. You know, oh my God, I loved it. It, was, it took me a second to figure out what you were saying. Basically, yeah, it's your initiation great. into our cult. Thank you. It's growing. Oh my God. You know what I did? I shared a lot. I definitely shared a lot this, this time I, that I've never publicly <laughs> there you go we trick you into it yeah it's good oh you have really good stories though i want some more you're welcome literally anytime that you would like to come on this show please join us and you guys if you are listening to this on podcasts everywhere the podcasts air please do us a favor and subscribe hit the five stars leave us a little review and if you're watching on youtube let us know what show ruined your childhood yay Anyways, you guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And we will see you next time.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 